We have a, a bunch of different guests and faces that we've never seen before. Let's go around and introduce everyone. Hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm from Venture Fourth D&D. Oh, you guys know me. Ali Fitzgerald. I play in Fables of Refuge. Oh, hi. Hello. My name is Aaron. I am otherwise known as Yarshien on the internet. And hello. My name is Jake Roper, and I am a person. All right, let's uh, jump in it. <gasps> Did you drop? You dropped. Is it still rolling? Well, it's how many directions, so it moves in all directions. <laughs> oh my fuck! <laughs> uh, Including onto the ground. <clears throat> We're good. <laughs> the year is 2122, and you're responding to a possible distress beacon originating from a nearby uncharted territory. You were all hired by Waylon Yutani for your specialties and the fact that you all needed work. You're assigned to the Nostromo an M-Class commercial towing vehicle. Captain Ripley and her executive officer, Ash, introduced themselves to you when the contracts were signed. Your job details, investigate the beacon's last known location, gather any information on its origin, tow and return any lost or missing company property to the nearest station. If there are any crew or passengers in need of aid, Provide the necessary medical aid. The lighting changed. <laughs> we open up in the vastness of space. A massive 334 meter long ship. It's the Nostromo flying through space, slowly and on low power mode. On the side of the ship, you can see its ID number floating by. Oh, look at that! Which reads 180286 Nostromo. Inside the ship, lower B deck, we have halls and floors made of metal, uh, endless pipes, fluorescent lights. In the central A deck, where most of you spend your time, we find the galley. It's almost like an I- a perfect IKEA white circular room. <laughs> it's a community room center table, uh, everyone comes here for meetings, meals, relaxation, clean white halls, connect the galley to the bridge, intersection rooms where ladders go to the other decks, and most importantly, the back cryo room. On the bridge, there are old 70s style CRT monitors everywhere. There are computer terminals, buttons, lots of buttons, empty crew seats, fire extinguishers, emergency oxygen helmets, and there's the occasional bobblehead and unfinished red book. In the back of the A-deck, down a long white corridor, the lights turn on as we enter the cryo room. In the center of the cryo room sits a main terminal. Branching out of it are different pods where all of you are asleep. The lights turn on, the pods open, and you all begin to wake up. <coughs> Best to go run diagnostics first. <sighs> the temperature's still rising in the ship as it's waking up. I'm going to take some samples from myself. I'm going to take some blood samples to just mark um, my levels upon waking. 
Okay. From Cryo. Go ahead and uh, introduce yourself. Hello. I am Dr. Amanda Walker. I am the science officer on board the Nostromo. Alright, yeah, you take some blood samples. You just trying to take blood samples or are you trying to look for something specific? No, I want to make sure I get samples so I can test them later against other samples I have. As, as we're all making our way out and to shower rooms and to get ourselves some breakfast, I will be going to the med lab first and Great. taking samples for myself. When, uh, when you go there, you see uh, Ash, uh, who's also the medical officer, doing just more check-in work on making sure all the equipment is still up and running, nothing broke. I will go to my little corner where I've got all of my things set, situated, yep. um, separated from where his things are situated, and <laughs> I will um, do my business. Perfect. Before uh, she walks in, as I'm like walking past her to get coffee, I'm like, got dedication, Walker, we just woke up. I don't see how you're supposed to move forward when you have a perfect reason to take samples and you ignore it. I mean, I don't see how you move forward without coffee first. I'll see you in there. My name is Andy Shield, and I'm the first pilot besides Ripley. You said you were going to check some diagnostics? Yes, I'm going to run ship diagnostics, uh, just in case. I am Yuri Rostov. I came here came here on as a engineer in order to uh, make sure the Nostromo doesn't fall apart very easily. You, you take care of her. Make sure nothing happens. You got it. All right. You go to a, an access terminal and just check the diagnostics. Everything seems to be working appropriately. Ship's still just warming up. Reactor is still heating up to get the ship to full power. Just uh, just in case. You know, want to make sure that everything is secure. All right, while everyone's twiddling their thumbs, myself, Dusty Leatherwood, a Marine, is going to take care of everyone on board. Make sure we do this quick, clean, and quiet. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to go to the bridge... See if I can find the captain. Get a lay of the land, see what's happened in the four months that we've been in cryosleep. Anything weird going on? Just gotta be safe, gotta protect everyone. Uh, after I get my coffee, I'll head up to my my, my cockpit. Mm-hmm. It's filling everything out. Sure. You head over to the bridge. Uh, you can sit into your seat. It's more on the front side of the massive window view of space. Oh, since I'm passing on the bridge, I also hand Leatherwood his coffee. So both you two head over to the bridge. Mm-hmm. Ripley's there sitting in her chair, reading stuff on her monitor. You sit into your cockpit. So as I just kind of menacingly stand behind Andy and Ripley. Mm-hmm. I don't understand what's happening. Jesus Christ. Leatherwood. Tell us, make a noise, you're there. Sorry, what? where are we? How many clicks out are we? Do we know what's going on? Give me the updates. Shoot, the, the ship's still booting up. The loading screen pops up. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. In due time, you actually see the coordinates. Plus one, negative 14, negative one, negative 11. You can triangulate uh, both the beacon uh, source and the current location. It's nearly on top of each other. So it's coming from somewhere around here. Um, I will head to the bridge once I am completed with my task and labeled everything, marked everything, and then showered and dressed and feel um, like a human again. Perfect. And I am going to go straight to that bridge right now. 
uh, as I'm also picking up a cup of coffee and a, a, like a fistful of cereal to just start jamming into my face hole. So as you guys head over to the bridge, uh, you find your seats where you guys can check your separate things even in more detail. You hear a voice over the intercom, which you all get to, uh, you all understand is Mother, the AI. Incoming collision. Incoming collision. Prepare for collision. Um, huh? I start moving gears to try and like slow down, figure out what's going on. Uh, Ripley turns to you. What, what's going on? What? Where is? What's? Where is it? I don't see anything out here. I don't see anything either. This doesn't make any sense. Piloting check. Ooh. Two successes. Out of the corner, the the window leading into outer space, a massive black object heading straight towards you guys. What the fuck is that? It is just coming closer and closer and closer. That's no asteroid. You command the ship with your piloting roll to make uh, the right maneuvers to dodge it. And everyone just kind of feels a lean and tug on this ship. And uh, let's... Kind of like that stomach feeling where you drop. As you're pulling up, you hear a little bit of a... From the, uh, the echoing of the ship. And nothing happens afterwards. You're, you think you're totally fine. <sighs> Do we know what that was? No, but hopefully it didn't bend anything. Uh, Walker, you're good with the computer. Can you see if we picked up any information on that? Can I see if we picked up any information on that? Go ahead and make a uh, ComTech. Two successes. You pick up uh, a you pick up the distress signal mm-hmm. from that object. Uh, Ripley turns and goes, "Let's spin the ship around and get some floodlights on this thing." In a few minutes, because they're big ships. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Nostromo takes a turn and starts to turn on those floodlights. Oh, um, because I um, get to pick a stunt. Yeah. I would like to use the "You Get New and Unexpected Information" stunt for content. All right. <laughs> As you guys are turning on the floodlights of the from the Nostromo, you all see this. Ooh. Oh. oh. Is that what was trying to hit us? Ripley goes. I suspect so. Nothing else that big around here. You pick up on the scans that life support is down on that ship. The CO2 levels are dangerously high. We don't think they're lethal, but problematic. Uh, The ship is running on low power mode, and you can't see any signs of active life. Known active life. Captain, the computer is showing that there is dangerous levels of CO2. I don't think it'll kill you, but if, if we do go onto that ship, we should have some air supply source. Additionally, it shows that life support is completely down, so the odds of there being any human life still existing is, is highly unlikely. I mean, do we even know if that's one of our ships? You see with the floodlights on the side, the ship name and reg number. One, three, 
0749 USC SS Kronos. Uh, Ash speaks up and goes, I think that's a, a Wayland uh, scientific ship. It's, a, it's meant for exploration and uh, studies. Do I know of this ship? Let's see if there's a role for that. History check. No. Yeah, no. there's no history <laughs> check in this game. <laughs> oh! Roll me a wits. Nada. I haven't heard of the Kronos before. There's one easy way to find out. We can just suit up, go on board. Walker just said that wasn't a good idea. I didn't say that. I said if you want to go over there, you need to have a power supply and there's no signs of life. I did not say that we shouldn't go over there. Our mission is clear. Four months in the cryo. Um, There could potentially be some uh, backup power supply that might be able to turn on if we manage to get in there and start pumping some good air. I'm curious to see how there's a distress beacon when there's no signs of life. So I think we do need to go in there and not just tow it back. I agree. They did tell us to provide aid if needed, so I don't know, maybe people are passed out since you said the CO2 levels are high. It's unlikely anybody would survive for this long, but it's worth checking. The bigger thing is is that we need to see what is causing this distress beacon, and we can only do that from inside, so before we tow it back anywhere, we need to see where that distress beacon is coming from. Our mission is clear. Discover what they were doing out here, investigate why the beacon was going on, tow back equipment. I mean, the company will know where it came from. We don't need to tell the company where it came from. (laughs) Just because we don't know where it came from, we gotta hope someone up top does. Ripley speaks up and goes, Honestly, if we can get the ship's log from the ship's mother, they'll they'll, uh, tell us a lot. Um, I like the idea of suiting up and getting over there. Yeah. And Andy, if you're not comfortable with it, Yuri and I can go in first, clear it, and then you guys can come in. No, I don't want you going over there by yourself. We'll, we'll make it work. Uh, Ash uh, speaks up and goes, uh, I, think, I think I'll join you to, to make sure that if we do find anyone, I can help out. Sounds good. Is it best to monitor the levels and monitor um, success? Is there any benefit to staying on the ship? in terms of monitoring the party's journey through the other ship and so that we have power to something so that I can pull up logs and maps of the ship. Is there any benefit to staying on the ship? Ripley speaks up and goes, yeah, I, I'll be here. I'll stay here with everything. Um, Mother, can you uh, start downloading architectural data or blueprints on Kronos? That could probably help us if... We don't know where we're going. We're just going to get lost in there. So I'll stay over here. Keep you guys informed. Um, Ash can go with you to help any uh, medical aid. Sounds like a plan. Sounds good to me. Let's do it. All right, let's suit up. Head down to uh, B-deck to get to the airlock. On your way there, you find these glass... Uh, lockers where you can open up and get in your spacesuits. So your spacesuits 
mechanically speaking, will provide you all with two armor oh. on top of your normal armor. <laughs> I just realized why Rebecca's so happy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it has a weight of one load. Oh, God. And air supply five. What are you guys grabbing from your locker? I'm going to take my motion tracker. Um, I'll grab my flares. I'm going to bring my maintenance jack. Uh, there happen to be any spare firearms? Nope. You <laughs> <laughs> um, glorious bastard. You would uh, be able to go get a cutting torch, <sighs> which is probably going to be a little helpful in the situation. Yeah. Well, if that if that whole place is filled with CO2, that probably going to light up. Yep. I don't trust Ash as far as I can throw him, so um, I would like to take any kind of medical supplies that I can grab. Just a quick med kit, if, if they have one. Just a spare. Yeah, you can get uh, one med kit. Is it one load? Uh, yeah. Uh, the cutting torch, if you want to grab that, will give you a plus two on heavy machinery rolls. Okay. And it has a power supply of five, and can be used as a weapon. Mm-hmm. So when I find a hole breach, yeah, it can be very useful. Well, now that I think about it, it's not that the place would light up, it's that it will not light up with that much CO2, I think. If there's not enough oxygen for it to... I would imagine it's plasma. Cutting torch has is usable outside of a ship. Oh, well then, it's problem solved. Science. Uh, what's, what's Science. The load? the load is one, because it's a one-handed object. <laughs> That's the thing that we're calling into question. The torch, though. <laughs> we just traveled light years. That's totally fine. <laughs> I think our torches can work in space. Now. <laughs> um... Well, that's fine. And I'm just, you know, going to bring what I always bring. Pistol, M3 armor, and God. But don't worry, Doc. I'm going to keep Ash right next to me as we walk in. Because I don't particularly trust him either. Synthetics, you know? He means well. But is he programmed to mean well? You don't know. Well, if, I don't think you he's... Don't know. I, don't oh, I don't know that he's a, You don't know if Ash is or is not, not a, person. A, a person. Oh, sorry. I'm just retconning now. Sorry. <laughs> I just don't trust him either because, you know, new guy. Before uh, you headed down, you set the ship to rotational sink to the Kronos. The best way to explain it is to show it. How these ships create gravity inside the ship is that they're in a constant state of rotation, and then we don't feel that. That's why every time you see a ship going to a planet, there's some type of rotation. It's lining up with the planet. So it's rotating in a separate speed than the Nostromo. So the Nostromo has to sync up to the same rotation and then also orbit with it so you guys can uh, head to its airlock. Similar to that early 21st century movie, Interstellar. I don't know if you guys saw that. On your suits, you will see a hook on the belt on both sides. Between each other, you will hook up the work lines. They uh, give you about 15 feet of reach between each other. You guys have to pick who's going to be in the, uh, in the lead of this, essentially a marching order. The last person who you pick to go with you guys is going to attach them to the prime cable, which is 150 feet, which is what's going to attach you to the ship and what you have to attach to the next ship. I am not going first or last. All right. Who's I'll take gonna, the reins. You want to go first? Yeah. All right. 
Who's gonna Who's gonna go last? If no one goes, Ash is going last. Uh, I'm gonna make a suggestion, just from my experience in the uh, Marines. I think we should have, if you're comfortable with it, Andy be last. All right. And then we'll have Ash right behind me, then behind Ash, Yuri, behind Yuri, Doc, behind Doc, Andy. While I understand your reasoning, I don't understand it at all. I would like to make the argument that there is one person who knows the ship better better than anyone, and that's Yuri. So if we're looking for someone to attach the ship... Okay, Yuri may deal with lots of engineering, but this is my I'm, ship. I'm good at fixing things, and I'm good at finding things and systems, but uh, I, I think the pilot is a little bit more intuitive in this nature. In connecting things from one place to the next? Well, like <laughs> running the ship. In, in connecting. That's well, essentially what we're saying I can, I can saying explain here. my logic real quick. I, 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 think good front, I think good front man, just in case something goes inside the ship, and then uh, subsequently we have a good pilot who's able to uh, lock us down properly, and then uh, me, I'd be able to clear open any of the doors, and then uh, subsequently your help, and then uh, whoever, Ash, uh, well. Yeah, because from my perspective, Ash, Ash being lost. We don't know, oh, you want Ash last. Do we trust him with the line, though? Uh, the last person is the person who connects everything. So the la- last person... Who did fuck? You, the last yeah. person is somebody you have to trust that is connecting you guys to the Nostromo. Yeah. That's probably why... And... That's why I don't have I think I should go last. I, I'm, I'm very good at doing all the, all the connecting <laughs> well, let me, and the, let and me the just work and... Make the case for why I want you closer to the front. Mm-hmm. is because we don't know what mechanical issues we're going to run to. There could be a, hull, a breach in the hull. There might be systems down. I would like you there to be able to fix them. That's true. Fuck. That ship, that ship, I don't know. And I don't want to have to wait for you to come all the way from the back to the front. Uh. Is my logic, but what do I know? I'm just a Marine for 15 years. <laughs> it's fine. Who is going first and who's going last? You're going to go last? All right. Going first. You're going clear, first? Yeah, because if we got 15 feet of distance between you, platoon us, it gives me room to clear before I can bring everyone else up. Okay. And then second? Second, second. third. Second. Oh, second. second. Third, and then between. Ash. We'll put Ash between. Uh, we'll put Ash in the middle. I'm fine that. Last thing I'm going to say. Last thing. Doesn't mean we have to do it. <laughs> Just throwing an idea. Is that my concern with putting two medical officers next to each other is that I would like some distance in case one something happens to one of you. What do you want? There are only five of us. If you would like to lead and you want Yuri behind you to help unlock things and you want our pilot to be the rear, how else do you want us to position ourselves? Do you well, want we can, God to take the we wheel? We can swap. He already is. We can swap Yuri oh. and Ash. So then I'm closer to Ash since we might not necessarily trust him. But how do you know we will be able to easily get into the ship, which is why I think you had said you wanted Yuri to be able to help if there are issues getting yeah. into the ship. I'm fine with that. And when we lose From our two ten feet officers, behind you. Then... We're in the center. How are you going to lose us? You hear over the intercoms <laughs> in the helmet, uh, Ripley's like, uh, guys, uh, you guys ready? <laughs> if, I, I, if, I you like can, if you can work order. on your lover's we'll go quarrel with later, okay. I'm going to open up the airlocks. <laughs> Listen, do not offend me. I have wife. The door's behind you guys. Uh, close. Pressure. Into the room. Releases. And the door opens. And you are faced with the vastness of space. This would be perfect to play Swarm Lake. 
before I step out into this emptiness of space, I will um, close my eyes and take a deep breath and um, murmur with my lips. Okay. You're going first. You're going yep. last. And then you hook up the prime cable. Yes. You see this, and you can... Uh, most important thing is to wait for the right alignment for the mm-hmm. airlock. And then you hear Ripley say, Go. You take the jump. All five of you are just going as these two massive, massive behemoth ships are just rotating around each other. Go ahead, as the person in the lead, to roll a mobility check. Oh, bad news. Don't have a lot. 15 years in so Marines! A ge- <laughs> Hopefully they taught you well! <laughs> oh! Oh, success. Success. Success? <laughs> All right. <laughs> you're going, you're going, and you get closer and closer to the Kronos, and you see the airlock, and you see uh, a, a built-in kind of like ladder system with rails on the side, and you grab on, punk. There's no sound. You just hear it through the... <laughs> I, I feel it. The vibrations. The vibrations. Yep. Uh, everyone else, you come to land as well. And then you all climb the ladder to the airlock. At the top, you find where you need to hook the prime cable and unhook everyone from the Nostromo. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> no. This is what I was waiting for. <laughs> and roll heavy machinery. Oh yeah, I have a five in that. Oh, I have one success. Mm-hmm. One success? All right. Ooh. I don't need to push then. Tink. You take it off. Everyone is disconnected from a ship right now. All you have is what your hands are holding on to. Pilot goes and clicks it on. Spin that lock. Make sure it's tight. And now, there's a closed airlock. Um, if you're in the lead, you can choose for yourself to do it or let go and get out of the way. Yeah, to let someone right behind me now. Yeah. Yep, but you'd have to <laughs> let go to let him pass. Which is fine. And you're connected to his waist. Okay. okay. Take it, Yuri. All right. Uh... I'm going to start trying to find a, a way to open up the airlock here. All right. There is a terminal on the side. You okay. can go ahead and just pop it open. All right. Um, pushing some buttons and... Oh, good. There are nothing, no nothing, Nothing's on. Shit. Well, we're slightly fucked. There's no energy. Power for the ship is horribly down, and... Uh, the lock is all locked up. I can't get it open unless I can get power into it, or potentially also break open the uh, the airlock. Do you have your torch? I do. And just start rummaging around in the bag and start pulling it out. So there's no manual override. Without before power. We, before we start torching the the airlock, open? you can roll a com tech. Uh, I got a five in that. So. I'm rolling horribly this past week, so we'll see. 
Oh, hey. we got a success. Right. Instead of pulling out your torch, you pull out a little screwdriver, and you're pulling out the screws. You open up halfway, and you find a switch to just manually turn it off, turn it on. The Comtech kind of flickers. Oh. And you try to turn it on again, and you see the door. Well, come on. I hit it. You hit it, and it opens. Roll, and everyone roll an observation check. Oh, okay. Oof. You can go first. Yeah, that's going to take a lot. So three in that. That's your specialty. Eight, nine. What do you do with four successes? That's like, you retire. That's that's three stunts. You get three stunts? Okay. <laughs> to my knowledge, everyone. As the door opens, you see a sticky ooze of black oil, just like a little bit like stuck between the door as it opens, and you just see it and it just breaks. And scatters. Oh, that looks some, like some form of biomass. I will use my talent oh. right now. Okay. So I am going to roll an observation after being asked that question mm-hmm. regarding strange artifacts. Oh, um, okay. Okay, I'm going to observe the ooze. I have one success. So one I'm going success. to ask the question, How? Um, what is its purpose? So airlock doors are sealed so tight that nothing should be able to get through. So for something to be there and uh, that actually struggled to keep the doors closed, the closest thing that you can think of is some type of liquefied roots. Which is nothing I've ever seen before. Nope. You've seen roots. You've seen liquid. <laughs> and this, Two so together. This looks, so this looks like organic in material. It did. It, 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 because it, once it once the door opened, it kind of like broke and scattered. Right. My analysis is that this is organic in nature. Um, it grows and spreads. We'll probably see more of it upon entrance. Um, but without knowing its source or its center, a determination cannot be made. Right. Andy, what were you going to say? I'm just really glad we're wearing suits right now. Exactly. I don't know what the fuck that is. Let's keep those suits on. We should probably close the airlock behind us. Yeah, you guys get in. You can uh, close the airlock. Yuri. Yep. Thanks, Uh, babe. You're welcome, honey. (laughs) (laughs) As you guys step into the airlock, it is pitch black. Um... No one light anything. Spooky. You guys cannot see anything without some form of flashlight or source of light. <sighs> I have dark vision. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have any sources of light on yeah. us or in the space? Do our spacesuits have a light? Uh... You can turn on your headlights. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. It's a simple airlock. You see signs of combat, mm. some bullet marks. You also catch 
some like large scratches, like people took a bunch of knives and moved in an interesting organic pattern. All right, I'm gonna unholster my sidearm just for safety. Is sake. there more? Are there more roots in here? You see in one of the corners, not so much the roots, but you see kind of where the, some type of black e oozy root can lead to a fungal pile of sacks. Sacks are like about heart size. So it's it's like a weird foreign organism you've never seen before. Uh, Walker, you scientists like to get down and party pretty well. So first I'm going to take a sample of the little bit of root that I see. Alright, as you approach the roots, you can see that the root kind of has a little bit of a little bit of a pulsating okay. effect to it. So before I touch it, I want to analyze it. And you're all watching her do this. The door to fr- the inner door of the airlock is closed right now. Mm. I want to use my talent again and analyze okay. it. Cool. Are you gonna touch that? Well, first I'm gonna look at it. This is weird. Ooh. Three successes. Um, for the stunt, I'm gonna ask: Are there more of them close by? And for my talent, I'm going to ask. <laughs> is it dead or alive? It's definitely in some fashion alive because it looks like a kind of a beating organism, like a, like a beating heart type of situation. What problems could it cause? Um, if it's fungal, probably not good to inhale. Uh, beyond that, you're not sure. Is it human or alien? Definitely not human. I'm going to look at everyone. Um, this is a living organism of some form. It's... I have never seen anything like this before. I don't know what it could be. Um, I would give it a wide berth. I don't know if it's poisonous yet. Um, on our way out, we, we definitely should take samples of it. So, you know, once once we find everything we need in terms of the ship log and as we're towing everything back, we should definitely get samples so that we can take it back and investigate it. I'm just confused why this thing is here and it looks like a scuffle happened. We don't know that the two things are connected. We're in the same room. It's best to assume that they You would assume that spores that grow on the forest are connected to a tiger killing a bird in the same forest? I think it's a little bit more complicated than that. It's not. I mean, these are spores that are growing in a in a CO2-filled spaceship that has had no human life for a while. We don't know what's what can grow out here in these in these situations. We don't know that they are connected in any way. I should have had more coffee before we came over. So until we can yeah. verify that they are connected, I don't think we should assume that they are. It's not very... It's not what I do. Well, I believe uh, one of your great old presidents would say, uh, stand tall and walk with the big stick. And I pull out the, uh, the jack, maintenance jack with me. If you want to poke it, you can. I'm not going to poke it. Yeah, On the way out, a, we need to get a whole sample of it, so... Yeah, yeah I agree with the doc. Let's, let's go do our job. 
Let's try and find if there's anyone here, see what happened to the ship, check the logs, and then on our way out, we'll take samples, and then you can poke it. Yes. Fantastic. You have to touch Great it in order to take samples. Well, if, and I, under my breath, I'm saying, why? <laughs> so you guys uh, want to open up the, uh, the inner airlock door to get into the ship? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just to be clear, we close the exterior yes. airlock. Okay. Yes. 100%. just want to make sure we don't then... And I'm giving, I'm giving this organic thing a, a, a wide berth. Yeah. Okay. You guys can do whatever you want to do, but I'm giving it. Yeah, don't touch it. Yeah. No, Keep no, your helmets on. Yep. We don't know what's happening. We do not want to breathe a single thing in here. Uh, all right. Uh, let, uh, start heading to the main deck and see if we can yes, get some Open her up. Logs. Open up that door, buddy. All right. How are you going to open it? Uh, God, obviously the power is still down, but... Manual override. It worked last time. It did work last time. All right, uh, I'm gonna do what I did uh, on the outside and just look for the, the a switch manual. on the inside. Yeah, you would know this as a engineer. Only the outer ship uh, terminals have that main switch in case of mm. emergency. Mm. Inner ships are all connected to a main control. And when you open it, you know. There's got to be a way, besides just cutting it down, right? Uh, let's see if we can pry it open with the maintenance jack first. That's why I was like, he should be. That's why I was like, he should be the last person. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, one success. The smartest thing to do when a big hunk of machine isn't working is just to force your way through it. We all know this, so you. Use all your might, and you just open the door slowly but surely. And it, it is not like it's trying to press back. It's just a lot of metal that you're just pushing, yeah. and it's just the hinges and the slide slowly goes. Yeah. You guys open it up enough for you guys to, like, squeeze on through. Yeah, the, the, uh, the sound of a vault opening from Fallout. <laughs> uh, do you guys want... So you guys are still kind technically connected to each other with the work line. You do get a sense that there is artificial gravity. Do you guys still want to be tethered to each other? I'm going to disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go yeah. Disconnect. disconnect. Right. We we don't want to we don't want to be tripping on each other. Um, and I'm gonna contact the captain or attempt to contact the captain. Hey, what's up? Were, were, were you able to pull the uh, the um, schematics from mother? Uh, mother got this. Uh, found them. She is uh, downloading them. So that way we don't have any interference. Uh, it'll take a bit, but you'll have it shortly. Uh, just for now, do your best to not get lost. Do I know, um, as a scientist who did my did my like residency on a science vessel, do I know the general setup of where, like how are all vessels sure. are set up? You would know that the A deck, which is what you guys arrived in, you guys came down on like the, the head of the, the ship. This ship's mother and cryo sleep somewhere on this deck. B deck is where the bridge and uh, a lot of the day-to-day life happens, which is just one floor down. C deck, a floor below, is where all the cargo is. It's a different model ship than that. Ah. That is the ship that you normally are flying. Got it. I'm sorry, did you say where we entered is? A deck at the top. A deck. 
So that's where the it's bridge. It's a different ship than yeah, you yeah. guys have. But is the bridge there? We assume. Uh, it's on B deck. It's on B deck side. Yep. And then D deck is kind of the garage. D- okay. So I, I can assume that A is on top, B is below, C, D. Yep. All the way to D. Awesome. Okay. So it looks like it's going to be a while. So we have the full map, but uh, most of these ships are set up similar, so we are currently on A-deck. All right, so it's similar to the Shermo. Well, not quite, because the bridge is not on the same deck as Cryosleep, so the bridge is actually below us. Things to switch around mentally. So in front of you guys, there is a door, and behind you, there's a door. Which way do you like to go? Behind us is not the door that we came through. No, you're in a junction. Pick forward or back. This is a quick question. Mm-hmm. How long is the rope that we were tethered with? It's 150 feet, which is now connected to the main ship. Mm. So the ships are connected by that line, not but you guys. But what about, weren't we tethered to each other and we just removed that tether? Those were, yeah, so those were individual lines between each, uh, oh, okay. each other. So you guys just unsnapped so each So separate other. pieces. Okay. Yep. Because I was going to use that as a way to track back in case we got lost. I mean, you have, what is it? One, two, three, four. Yeah, it's about four. So you have four 15-foot cable lines. The hope is that by the time we need to get back, we've got Mother's Map. Yeah. Well, since we need to figure out what happened here, I mean, why don't we go to the med lab and see if maybe they were working on something? Yeah, Mother is on this deck as well. We might be able to tap into into the logs that way. So, um... The most important thing, though, is that we need to get the power back on before we can start asking questions, or else we're going to... Yes, and yeah. would power be on the bridge? Uh, to, to power up the ship, you have to go to Mother. Mm. Great, so we need perfect. to be on this. Yeah. So... All right, perfect. Le, um, but we're, we, the options are door in front or door behind. Yep. Do we have any idea of which one would be going towards Mother? No. Great. Um, heads or tails? But I have, like, any knowledge in, like, my piloting just from, like, training to understand, like, how maybe, like, ships are generically set up. Roll wits. Three. Can I help her? <laughs> Go ahead. And add one more die. Okay. Hey, uh... <laughs> Ooh, one yes. success. That Great. one extra die. It helps. <laughs> uh, as a pilot, you guys, as you were coming towards the ship, you know which way was leading to the nose of the ship. And you would know that above the bridge in the nose is where Mother sits. Got it. So. You would know which door to take. Awesome. Which is. The forward the door. The forward door. <laughs> Great. Forward. We're going to go forward. Forward. Forward door. <laughs> take it, Yuri. All right. And uh, I'm going to. S- just do another pry open. <laughs> yep. Yeah, go ahead. Alright. You're so strong, Harry. But you're just as strong. Yeah, I know. I was just trying to be modest. Don't be modest. So off your strength. It's hard in a suit. Yeah. <laughs> Basically just Yeah, just flex. Flex. Oh, oh my god. No, Out Yuri. of nine dice, not a single success. This one's much heavier than usual, Babushka. Um, I would like to go over and help him. Yeah. Ha, one success. You go over and you just, as he's pulling, you start pushing and you get the door open enough that 
everyone can kind of just... Uh, we clamp this place shut tight. We should train with a Marine. Oh. Is that what we're calling it these days? Whoa. I believe that's called the book camp. That's <laughs> disgusting. No offense, Leatherwood, but... Um... Right, I'm celibate. <laughs> My love is He's gone. a man of God. You offend his religion. <laughs> Probably offended in other ways, since I don't really swing that way either. Ooh. <laughs> As you guys step out of the junction into the hall, uh, you notice that in the crevices of the walls, fluorescent light is on, but it is orange. Um, so it is dimly lit throughout the ship versus complete darkness when you first arrived. Uh, right across the hall is the door to Mother. I run over because I'm very excited to see her. <laughs> okay, you head over. Um, how, do, how are you going to open the door to Mother? Is it, it's not powered, right? Uh, you see uh, a couple blinking dots. This is, the, this is the room that has to be in some way on at all times. Well, I'll contact her. Okay. Ooh, one success. You successfully realize that you remember that you need a captain's ID card to get into a mother's. Ash. So what, 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 what do I need? What? Don't you have like a copy of Ripley's captain card for stuff like this? Captain always carries their card. I'm not a captain. Is there, is there another way that we can like hack into it? Because we don't have a captain card. I mean, the, the captain of the ship would have the card. All right, he's making us video game this. We have to find the captain. <laughs> uh, this is literally... Oh, we can, or we can try well, to break the door down. Yeah. yeah. You just torch it. Yep. Light it up. Or try to jack it first and then... Well, yeah, let's, let's try to jack first just in case. All right, you're, you All got right, this. Uh, heavy machinery? Uh, how are you going to do it? Uh, I'm going to use the maintenance jack first to see if that will do it. Uh, all right. I will say you have to minus three dice. Then I would also say, here we go, minus another die. So a total of minus four. Can I assist him? Uh, how would you assist? Just, like, kind of telling him, like, how I think he should do it to be careful yeah. to not, like, I'm, piss off mother and just kind of, like, yeah. mechanically how to get in there. All right. Go for it, guys. So he gets to add a, a, a dice, right? Add one more dice. Okay. So I'm going to try and listen as carefully as possible. Hey. Two successes. Hey. Two successes. Go ahead and grab uh, a stunt. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I listened very carefully. Yep. I followed as, orders. As you're trying to crank the door, the door is reinforcing super heavy. You get it open just, just enough. And it's just, and you all hear a clicking sound behind you. A little. What do you, was that? Do you stop, or do you keep going in? I, I, I would turn to the sound, yeah. Yeah. but you could keep going. I mean, I would t- probably turn around if I heard a sound. I look, too. It's right. weird. Yep. Uh, uh, as you guys turn, in the dim orange fluorescent light, you see nothing. Maybe it was the door. Yeah, I'd turn back. Yeah, keep going. Ah! Right. 
We're all going to die because we ignored it. (laughs) (laughs) You pull on it more. And then you hear footsteps across metal grate behind you. Tink, 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 tink. I turn back again. Uh, As you turn, you just see uh, around a corner something or someone run by. Great. Uh, you, You get a stress point. Does everyone or just me? Who looked? I looked. I looked. I'm a little busy. Everyone who looked. Everyone who looked, get a stress point. Can I roll an analysis? Sure can. While she's doing that, I'm going to be basic. Hello? Is someone there? There's no life on the ship. Who are you talking to? I fucking saw something. Maybe it's a person and they're just like afraid. I don't know. I think everyone should get close to Yuri in the door. Yeah. That's three successes. Wow. Um, so... I love you, Rebecca. Three successes. I get to ask all of these questions I have uh, a character that's allowed to ask meta questions. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I'm a scientist, and I get to ask questions. Super smart. Um, is it human or alien? You saw... What you think you saw was maybe someone's clothes or some fabric. Cool. Second question. How does it work? Uh, usually when something goes running, it, they <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Look, I only have so many questions I can ask. I'm just trying to ask them. <laughs> um, what problems could it cause? If someone's on this ship, maybe someone is disguising the scanning or the scanning was wrong. Okay. I don't know what that was. Um, But it's possible that our scan was inaccurate. It's possible that there are signs of life. Um, And if that's the case, then we should find the captain. You mean you couldn't see something in the dark? I mean, I saw something in the corner. It's fine, you don't know. It's too fucking dark to see anything. It's nice that all of you like to bicker, but uh, can someone please help with door? Hey, Doc, you got the locator on you, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Can we boot that up and see what we see? I'm happy to. Go ahead and roll uh, five yellow dice. Holy shit. Holy shit. Oh, wait, yeah. For oh, it's power. just for power. Oh, oh okay. my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, everybody gets to take their stress level off because I successfully asked, yes. I used analysis. So we have no stress. Feels better now. <laughs> she made sense of it. Yeah. That the ship just read the, the place wrong. Yeah, the ship just read the. It's fine. Everything's yeah, fine. So much better. We're wrong. There are people here. <laughs> um, one success, no face huggers. All right, that's all you need. Um, so you don't lose any battery. Woohoo! Um, as you pick it up. Some, uh, you're picking up motion as something is moving further away. So there is something, but um, I think we should still try to get to Mother and figure out how uh, how our scan was in, uh, was incorrect. Yeah, I mean, they didn't oh, come over here. the fact that we're halfway through this door. <laughs> sure. I mean, they didn't come over here, so maybe they're just scared. Uh-oh. Something's getting closer. Let's do this. Let's go through the door. Yeah, you I don't think gonna... the door is the door open. The door is not open. It's it's you got this on the door. It's a it's a hefty right. door. All right, I mean, okay. Andy, I'm gonna try and push it. Andy, can you get on the door? Yeah, I'm gonna go help him. 
and then Doc, you just get next to the door, and I'm going to stand a few feet in front of you. Do you want both. me to roll heavy machinery to help sure. Yuri? Oh my god! <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, just go get up against it. I mean, it's probably uh, just the captain. Well, right? here's so. the thing. Might be because of uh, because of my last stunt and that I succeeded. I took the one where uh, I got this. I don't need to roll. Uh, fi- roll five yellow dice for your air supply. Because you are oh, stressing am... yourself. Okay, come on, air supply. Don't fuck me now. Any face huggers? Oh, One? Yeah. Your life support goes down to four. <laughs> As you're pushing the door, you get it halfway when uh, the, the motion tractors. Well, I guess whatever it was is coming back. Who's looking? Down the hall. I'm, I'm, looking. I'm looking at the thing which tracker. is pointing that. I'm yeah, but I'm not hall. looking up. I'm looking at the tracker and okay. trying to make sense yeah, of it. Down the hall. Down the hall. Uh, armed or not? It's it, my hands on the holster, ready to go. Okay. Uh, coming around the corner is a child. I knew it. <laughs> not in a spacesuit. I'm looking down. Um, it's still beeping. And, and she's, I, she's she, right in front. Of, I look up. Yeah. Oh, hello. What? Are you okay? Where did you come from? Uh, we just came from a. We're, we're from a, the Nostromo. I am gonna turn it to our marine and say, "This must be their AI." I mean, it could be. Why would they make a child an AI? I don't fucking know. Is there anyone else with you? Uh, well, there's. A couple asleep, um, but you shouldn't be here. Why? It's it's dangerous. Why is it dangerous? Because there's something on the ship. Hey, it's okay. You can come here. Can you get us into Mother, and then we can then we can get out of here? Well, where where would we go? Yeah, well, yeah. Well, we've got our ship. How we got here? And yeah, you can come with us, okay. and we'll tow this ship back. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll. Yeah, let's. Uh, if you need to get into mother, yeah, let's. Let's. I can help. Great. Um, Are you okay? Are you hurt? As you s- say that, she kind of like grabs her arm. I'm fine. Something happened on your arm? Um, no, nothing happened um, to my arm. Uh, if you need to get in a mother, we should do this really quick before it, it finds us. Okay. Yeah, okay, come, we'll come do on that over. and then we'll... Okay. Yeah. We're safe. The child is uh, roughly around six or seven. Blonde, blue eyes. The little girl goes up and uh, she pulls an ID card out of one of her pockets and uh, asks someone to take it because the slot is too high for her. I'll take it from her. There you go. And I'll put it in the slot. Put it in the slot. The lights turn on and as you're pushing, the door gives and goes all the way through. What the fuck? (laughs) You're very strong. As As we walk inside, I pat you in the back. I'm like, good job, buddy. It's a tight room. Uh, <laughs> it's about half the size of the room we're in right now, guys. Especially with the spacesuits. Like, Ash won't be able to get in. 
Ash will have to stay outside. Yeah, how about Ash and I stay outside? You and Ash stay outside? You guys go in with the kid, close the door behind you. Okay, yeah. Me close and the locker. door. But we'll hold on to the key so we can get in just in case. Okay. All right. So when you walk in the room, it's a very uh, domish room with small yellow lights pocketed throughout the whole room. It's white. There's a singular chair and console for you to interact with. Okay. You sit down and you start working through the terminal. What are you, what are you trying to do? Turn on power in the ship. Okay. And pull up any logs. So you successfully... No problem. You can boot the ship back up, and you start looking through the logs. Uh, you find that it's the wrong pamphlet. <laughs> <laughs> Amateur hour, Carmichael. God, I'm sorry, guys. I know I just ruined this whole experience. <laughs> I'm not all this time. <laughs> You've had the glasses on the whole time. No, I haven't had the glasses on, but I've been. Now that you're at a computer, yeah. I'm at a computer. Yeah. So you're reading glasses. Uh, the ship. Uh, launched with a crew of 17. Is that a standard size ship that I know of for science, or is that fairly yeah. large? Okay. It's an exploration crew, so you need ranges of skills. The ship was sent to locate, not necessarily go find new life, but like what is sustainable on these outer rim planets. Is there a planet that uh, is easier to colonize mm-hmm. than terraforming So like signs, signs of sustainable life. Yeah. The ship found a planet which is, on its own right, uh, a historical moment in time. There's no planet ever been found to just be sustainable. The crew found artifacts, and they were heading back. Um, does it say where the thing is located? The ship? Like, are there, not, are there um, coordinates for where they found that? Another 15 to 20 light years away. But not in a. We don't. I don't know. Have any notes in this log of the would, direction or? Yeah, it would take uh, a whole diagnostic, like a whole shift. So, eight hours of work to really pull all the details to out. To dig of this. to dig into the files. Yeah. yeah. Well, so, um, um theoretically, like ideally, once we take this back to the Wayland Utani, they'd be able to. Yep. Identify where. Guys, they. They found a new planet. That's cool. Part of what we were supposed to do is identify why why the they needed a distress beacon at all. So I'm gonna try to figure out why why there was a distress beacon launched. The distress beacon was launched uh, by the captain. There was no log of why it was launched though. And as you're digging through that, you hear. Which direction is it coming from? You'd have to pick it up and look at it. Which is going to make you, I'm going to have you roll for the power supply if you pick it up. It's passively on right now just to give you information. But if you want to use it and look at it. Got it. Okay, well, it's first coming to look in a circle around me. Do I see anything? No, you guys are just in the room. Yeah. Ash I, and... Uh, Dusty. Dusty. Yeah, because we're stationary. Yeah, so I'm going to really... pick it up and look at it. Yep, go ahead and roll a power supply. While she's looking at that, I asked the girl, is anyone else awake? The girl goes, um, no one's... Awake. Is there anything else on the ship? There's there's the monster on the ship. Uh, I, I succeeded. Do I have a direction? Through the door. Cut to Ash yep. and Dusty. You don't hear anything happening in the mother room. Uh, in front of you is a hallway to a wall that splits a T-junction that goes on to two more hallways further down. Ash 
turns to you and goes, Well, if there's a girl here, the the crew might just be in cryosleep. As soon as we're done here, we should probably head there next. Make sure everyone's okay. Before he gets the next word out, you hear... Do go ahead and roll an observation check if that if you're so willing to put, give it your attention. I would love to give it my attention. All right. I'm always on the ready. Hey, two successes. Oh. And you get a stun. You get to ask a question too. Yeah, to answer the following questions. <laughs> uh, can I spot the thing I'm looking for? <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you turn, uh, you hear the. You don't, like, you don't see anything that could cause it. And then you see down the hall a shadow casted across the hall. And it's like it bleeds around the corner super quick. But you don't hear movement of footsteps or anything. Mm. Mm. I don't know, Ash. Well, what is it? Oh, shoot. <laughs> Not good under pressure! Ash. Go ahead and take a point of stress. Thank you. I want that. <laughs> Give it to me. So wait, there's hallways. So, so in, in front of you, the T junction see, that goes off. Where did I see this? To, in relation to where these junctions are? To your are. right. Okay. Can Ash fit in the mother room? Uh, no, it's pretty tight in there. Mm. Spacesuits don't make it easy. Okay. Then we're just going to wait it out. You're going to just... Stand there and wait it out? Yep. I don't feel like it's a good idea to go explore what that was. Because it sounds like from your description it's moving away from us. As you do that, you hear a... To the other hall. Oh, that's not good. And it sounded much louder. And then you hear... And it's far, far louder. And you turn to ash and you see clear, like, liquid drip. Oh, from the ceiling, eh? on top of his helmet. So I'm obviously going to look up. (laughs) (laughs) As you look up, you see this smooth, eyeless, white face thing. You You don't see a jaw. You don't see eyes. You don't see anything. It's super weird. You've never seen anything like this before. Within an instant, the mouth opens up, the upper jaw extends out like a like a goblin shark. Like, mm-hmm. And it screams. Its hand and its jaw grabs Ash, pulls him up into the ceiling. You have a chance to do something to help. This was the first episode of a four-part alien tabletop series, Fables of Nostromo. If you want early access to all four episodes, head over to patreon.com slash fablesd20. I recommend the $4 tier if you're looking for early access. A lot of work and time went into this, and I hope you enjoyed it. Big thank you to all the patrons and backers who made this possible. Every dollar you put into this channel goes into making more videos. Even bigger shout out to a select few of patron space truckers. NDK, Jonathan Welling, Craig Berry, Doomsday Lord, Thomas Mail, Makina Sharp. Thank you so, so much. There should be a playlist somewhere on the screen. Until then, 